You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. Lauren Pespiza and Mike Crawford here. We want to know if you voted yet. Have you voted? You better have voted. We're expecting you to vote right now. Even if you, if you don't care about already, the candidates, right? just vote we for voted. the ballots initiatives. Yeah. It looks like the man of the hour is here. Do you see? Awesome. Can you see that? In, in no, the, uh, I can't. Green room you're, the, no? you're in control. I'm not. Oh, my God. U.S. Congressman. Uh, he's been endorsed by Moms to Ban Action, which is Shannon Watts. We love that group. AFL-CIO, The Workers, Narrow, Planned Parenthood, Newtown, Action Alliance, so many other groups. Let's bring him up. I'm wicked excited. He's a veteran. I want to talk to him about <clears> some <throat> of my friends who are veterans. He might know and my relatives and. I've been looking forward to this. And cannabis, he's huge. He has helped us on cannabis. So let's bring him up right now. U.S. Congressman, Representative. Do you want to say it? You say it, Lauren. U.S. Congress Representative Seth Moulton. Thank you. What's up, sir? Hey, how are you? Oh, we're wicked excited about tonight, hopefully. And to have you here tonight, it's just an honor. Well, look, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Especially on election night, it's a big night. It sure is. And you're, uh, tell, well, how do you feel about tonight? Like, what do you think is gonna? What, what are you expecting? I guess. Look, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned. It seems like there's a lot of people in uh, in the country who just want to have a change. Uh, they're frustrated by things like inflation, even though there's no plan on the Republican side to deal with inflation. Uh, they're frustrated by high gas prices, even though Biden obviously doesn't set the price of oil. You know, this is a consequence of the, the war in Ukraine. Uh, but nonetheless, they see Democrats as the people in charge and they want to they want to push us out. But what concerns me is the fact that this isn't a normal election. Never before in American history have we had an election where 70 percent of the candidates on one side of the aisle. Are supporting the big lie. They're election deniers. They're, they want to take the vote away from Americans and put it in the hands of their party functionaries. That, that's, that's literally an assault on democracy. So I'll tell you, my concern tonight is that Democrats lose a, a lot of seats. My real concern over the next couple of weeks is that we see election deniers trying to fight the results, trying to take democracy away from the voters who made their decisions. It's one of the big reasons I voted this year. I mean, it's uh, democracy is on the line. There's no doubt about it. And you, your opponent is definitely a, a denier. He's an election denier. He, um, I mean, I got a couple of opponents, but, you know, election denier, uh, uh, you know, Trump fanatic, someone who is more interested in following the orange man than doing what's right to serve the people of Massachusetts. Now, um, I know you're a veteran and you do a lot of work with veterans. I want to ask you about two local veterans. This is like our veteran quiz because I think you do probably know these guys. But I I, I just want to test. This is like our test. You know how uh, GBH does their little game show? This is our Seth Bolton veteran game show. Do you, I'm guessing you know one of my friends. He's a selectman in Uxbridge. Do you know him? Steven Mendilly? I think we've met. Um, yep. uh, I don't know him well. Okay, and what about, uh, so you do know him, and he's a great guy. Uh, and what about a guy named La Larry Kirby? You know him? 
Oh yeah, Larry Kirby, absolutely. He's he's my, actually my stepdad's dad. Oh no and, kidding. Uh, he's wow. amazing. Yeah, I love Larry Kirby. So I just wanted yeah. to throw his name out there amazing, tonight because how I old know, is he now? He's in his nineties. I should know the age, but uh, he's up there. Larry and Mary and his whole family—they're just amazing. I think they gave me a lot of my values too. You know, democratic, working class, uh, just good people. Really good people. Really good people, and and, and great servants uh, to our country. Servant leaders. You know, we need more of them in Washington. We don't need election deniers who are trying to to take away our democracy. I mean, that that's that's the concern. You know, and, and there will be a lot of people who try to paper that over after the election. Uh, but that's that's not patriotism. That's not Americanism. Trying to undermine how the vote works, the foundation of our democracy is that's not a way forward. And, that, and that's my big concern. Look, I understand there are issues. We can have a good debate about the issue. We can talk about different ways to address inflation or address immigration address taxes. I mean, these are all good debates to have. But if people can't even agree on the basic facts of how our democracy functions and has worked for over 200 years, then we got problems. And we're speaking to uh, U.S. Congressman Seth Moulton. Great honor to have you tonight on election night. I know you're very busy. Um, I want to ask you about an issue you may not have heard about yet. Um, it's something that we've been covering and it like got a lot of press. I'm pro cannabis. I've been pro cannabis for 20 plus years. I'm a athlete, hurt my back, cancer survivor. So I use it medically. I think it's great. Uh, however, there have been a lot of issues we're finding in a lot of the larger dispensaries for the workers themselves mm -hmm. and the working conditions there. We're hearing from, we, we've had dozens and dozens of people on and a lot of them are complaining about COPD catching and not having the proper equipment. And then, they predicted that someone was going to die and then someone did die. It looks like like we, we don't know conclusively we've, we've really looked into this, but even we don't know, we can't conclusively say, but we think there's an issue with respiratory at these places and there's just not enough protection. It, and OSHA didn't seem to want to do anything at first because it was federally illegal. Now it seems like they're starting to halfway step it up but we still don't even feel like they're doing enough. And Cannabis Control Commission is like really not doing enough. What can we do to protect these workers in this industry that's, you know, just brand new? Well, look, I mean, this is absolutely a place where, uh, as in many industries that have dangers, um, there, there needs to be some oversight and government has a role in providing that oversight. But the big picture, the big picture here is what needs to happen is we've got to legalize cannabis. Because if we get this done at the federal level, and we've been really close, uh, then there's not going to be all these different issues. I mean, I'll give you another one. Uh, there's a lot of issues with the whole banking system around uh, cannabis because uh, of the federal, uh, federal regulations. Some banks won't deal with, uh, with cannabis companies, and it makes it very hard to do the financing and everything. And inevitably, uh, some of this happens on the black market as a result of that. So I've been a co-sponsor for a long time of a bill. Uh, to just bring the banking part of the cannabis business into daylight uh, with the rest of everything else. But at the end of the day, this gets solved by legalization. I'm a fan of cannabis as well because I think it's safer than alcohol and it sure as hell is safer, safer than opioids. I have a lot of veteran friends who use cannabis so that they don't use the opioids prescribed by the VA. I mean, how crazy is this that the VA 
because of federal law, can prescribe opioids, which we all know kill tens of thousands of Americans every year, and yet they can't prescribe cannabis, which is, I don't know, 100 times easier to use safely. That's crazy. It's not serving our vets. It's not serving our people. It's not the right policy for our country. Thank you so much. And I know um, in Peabody, there was an adult uh, use referendum. The town, ha- the city has not approved it. Uh, they were trying to, uh, city council, Joel Saslaw was trying to get that done. You helped on that. And I, I really want to thank you. Like you actually stood up, you know, and, and for us, you know, in the cannabis community, where a lot of other elected officials, especially a, con- you know, congressman, you're not seeing that and a, and a local. So I, I really thank you on the cannabis issue for what you've done nationally and even locally. Well, I mean, I was the first one in Massachusetts um, uh, ahead of all the other political leaders here on, on these issues. By the way, I also believe in safe injection sites. There are a lot of my colleagues who have not come on board with that. Look, look at the studies. Look at the facts. They make things safer. Are they a perfect solution? No. I wish there weren't any Americans addicted to drugs, period. But they're a step in the right direction uh, to save lives. And I think if we had more people who made policy decisions based on facts, then we'd be better off. But that gets me back to my concerns about this election. You know, Senator Moynihan famously said that everyone's entitled to their own point of view or their own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own set of facts. And a lot of Republicans in this election believe that they're entitled to their own set of made up facts, made up facts about the 2020 election, made up facts about this election. Uh, I fully expect my opponent to lose and then claim that he won. That's how insane this world is that we're living in right now. We're getting some comments coming in. Uh, One Facebook user just said, I just voted for Seth and I did too. I I voted for you today. I was very happy and proud to vote for you today, Seth. uh, You got to earn every vote. and, And let's not forget, my job is to work for you. That's the way it works, not the other way around. I work for you. I work for the people of Massachusetts, the constituents of my district. My team and I go to work every single day and often work through the night uh, trying to serve the people of Massachusetts. And I work for everybody who votes for me, but I also work for everybody who votes against me. And I work for everybody who doesn't vote at all. Representing all the people and you're getting some support too for the safe injection sites, which we also support, right, Lauren? Yeah, that's that's really great to hear. Um, I have a question. Yeah, go um, ahead. I know we're all very concerned if, you know, uh, the Republicans win a bunch of seats. Obviously, that's terrible. I'm also concerned if they don't. Why? Why would they're you not going to accept like they don't accept it anymore? Oh, I see. Yeah, they the, worse, the more results. we win, the more violent they get. I mean, look, I think that, you know, this is going to there are going to be a lot of seats that are close. Right. Uh, that's the reality with this election. And those are the ones that we're concerned about from an integrity of our democracy perspective. So, you know, we're going to see how it how it plays out. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not one to wait up late on a next election night. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like You're here with us, which is great. Ballot that comes in. Uh, I'm going to um, when I'm done with this, I'm going to put my girls to bed uh, and then I'm going to go to bed and I'll wake up in the morning and see what we got. 
Um, well, I'm not too worried about your seat. Um, <laughs> we, we know so, you're, we know you're, of course, what I say is that there are places, uh, in our country where we've got really tight races and we wake up in the morning and the Democrats won by a few hundred votes, but rather than accept that result, uh, the Republicans start claiming fraud. And, uh, I mean, it's amazing. No one even talked about voter fraud like four years ago, the 2018 yeah. Do you hear a whole bunch of people saying, oh, there's all this fraud. No, this is completely manufactured by Trump and his allies. And it's absolutely polluting our election system. And if we can't trust our elections, then we just, I'm, we, I'm sorry, we just don't have a democracy. Like, you, can't, you can't have it without that. Yeah, Scary it's time. a projection. Yeah, I want to, th- you know, get. I want to I thank you for, like, I'm thanking you for so many things today, but I want to thank you for standing up against Trumpism and standing against the hate. I know you get a lot of hate. Yeah. Do you, f- do you feel like there's enough, like, security and protection with what happened to uh, Nancy Pelosi's no. husband for reps? No, I, no, absolutely not. And, and, and that's because of the Republicans, again, I'm guessing, like, is that something that... Well, look, I mean, there's political violence on both sides. Uh, now, statistically, there's more of it on the right, um, but it's not absent on the left. And, uh, and we got to understand that. Um, but, uh, you know, but the short answer to your question is there's clearly not enough protection, unfortunately. It's very discouraging. I, I want to thank you so much. Um, what, I guess, Lauren, do you have another question too? Do you want to get in? Quickly? What do you mean, both sides? Well, I mean, so I mean, we get, we get statistics on this. We we see the the numbers, and um, uh, there uh, there are threats against lawmakers like myself. I get death threats sometimes, and um, and uh, you know, I'm a Democrat. They tend to come from the right. Um, but there are Republicans who get threats from the left. And uh, and the point is that, uh, well, statistically, more of the problem is on the right. It's right-wing extremism that's driving domestic terrorism um, uh, without question. Um, there, there are problems all over the political spectrum. And, and political violence, just writ large, is something that we've got to address and come to terms with and squash out uh, as a country. And and this is not, I mean, it's just, it's just frightening how quickly we've come here. I, I, I'm... I'm a pretty young, re- still relatively new member of Congress compared to a lot of my colleagues. And when I first ran, I was not concerned about any of this. So yeah, there's a lot of work to do to repair this democracy. Now, weren't you part of, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but weren't you part of uh, that whole, this the past year, that um, PACT Act? Oh yeah, absolutely. To take and, care of and- It was shocking. I guess it shouldn't have been shocking, but it was for me to see how Republicans voted against it. Voted against it to make a political point. Right. You know, and you think that would have happened? Forward, but, I mean, it's it just playing politics with veterans, playing politics with veterans' health, fundamentally playing politics with veterans' lives. Look, look to the Republican Party for that. That's that's who's been doing that in this Congress. And, and it's gross. that used to be part of their base. I know. It's, it's gross, isn't it? It's like un-American. Yeah. We get some comments. This is uh, this is from John Lerner. He says, this is great, but I have to go vote. You go vote. It, <laughs> yeah, go vote. Go vote. Go vote. And I got to put my case mass. So, so I got to go too. But um, yep. but uh, I actually voted early. My daughter and I uh, went, uh, she, you know, wants to understand uh, how this process works. So I brought her along and, and showed her. Um, but we voted last week. Uh, we, we voted on the last day of early voting uh, up here in Salem. 
but of course, an awful lot of people are out there tonight. And, uh, thank you. Thank you for getting out and voting. Thank you for all, all that you do. Thank you for your service and the time tonight. And I wish you luck. You're not having a party tonight. There's no, it's just, you're going to spend time with your kids and go to bed. No, I mean, look, my, my, my job right now is to be the best member of Congress that I can, um, not to just be out politicking and, you know, political celebrations and stuff. We got a lot of work that we're, we're working on right now. Um, and uh, I mean, I've been working all day on, on, on stuff that and projects that we've got ahead uh, work that needs to be done. And, uh, and that work continues day and night. So that's what I'm focused on at the moment. Awesome. U.S. Congress Rep. Seth Moulton. I hope you will come back and, you know, after the election and spend some more time with us. It was a great honor to have you on the show tonight. That's very kind of you. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Awesome. We're the Young Jerks. Uh, that was very exciting. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Lauren? I like him. He seems he seems cool. Um, he's not my con I, congressman that I get to vote for. Um, Are you jealous? Well, I have Ayanna Presley. Oh, man. wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure they're friends. <laughs> I'm sure they're very good friends. Um, I, no, I, I, like I like him a lot. Both. He seems good. I think, you know, I, I'm not worried about his competition, um, though, you know, even though we 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 know you have issues with him. Uh, he's... Oh, Bob May. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there was well, a libertarian running against me. him, too. The first time I've ever gone to a... a to interview someone and have them call the cops. Yeah. On I know. I almost blurted out when he was talking about Bob May. I'm like, he's also a cop caller. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's also a Karen. But... Yeah, he is a Karen. <laughs> but I like Bob him. Karen. I don't vote for Bob Karen. Yeah, don't vote for Bob Karen. Or Karen exactly. Bob. I don't know. Karen exactly. May. Yeah. I uh, I could sense the concern, though. Um, I mean, he was... Relaying his concerns it about tonight. Our yeah, like I, it's so funny because I come in on all hot, like all excited that we have him. It's election. Yeah, night. it could feel like the responsibility he's carrying, yeah. and just the, the, you know, they feel it different. I, I, I think that was good though, because I, I, I think people need to. I mean, me, I'm having the time of my life. I'm freaking walking dogs. Yeah, I'm worried about the country too, but it's not my responsibility. Like I, my responsibility was to vote today and do a great show, which we do. But uh, yeah. you could feel it on uh, Congressman Seth Moulton tonight. You could tell. I, th I think he's concerned about the rest of the nation, too, about the, you know, uh, the since he's working on the national scale, about a lot of the votes in other states. Uh, you know, he wants to work with the non-crazy Congress. I know. know. Can you imagine? Yep. Yeah, I know. What if Dr. Imagine your, 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 your colleague is, uh, we should ask him about that, about uh, <laughs> Marjorie Taylor so Greene. Like, have you ever got stuck in the elevator with her? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm playing the wrong video, of course, too. Okay. I, I'm trying to uh, bring up the video that we're going to hopefully close the show with. But I'll, I'll, I'll do that later because we still have more to talk about. Do you have more things you want to talk about tonight, too? I have inside scoop about some election craziness. Good. Well, it's, let's, uh, well, let's it's, it's not it's it. not good, actually. It's a little uh -oh. scary. I, actually, before we do that, I want to throw it out there to people. Did you vote today? Tell us about, you know, your voting experience. Was it busy? My voting experience, it was busy. I went early and it was busy. I've never good. seen it so busy at my polling location. But I, I've only been here for six years now. But in the six years, it seemed busier than normal. So I thought that was interesting. Um, that is good. Yeah.
I, I met, met my state senator too. He was out there uh, holding a sign, which was awesome. Brendan Crichton seems like a nice young man, nice young guy. Really, we looked him up too. It seems like he does some good. Yeah, work. I looked him uh, up. He seems to have co-sponsored all the right bills, so it'll be cool uh, if he come on the show. Yeah, I think we're going to get him on the show. Nice. Uh, and we we had some great uh, people on the show a couple nights ago too. Who who so far? Like we we had a bunch of I don't know, probably seven campaigns come through. Between the Rod videos and the people who have called in, I think it's at least seven. Maybe and that's not eight. counting everybody in the primaries. Yeah, but who do you who do you like from this round? Like who who kind of stood up? Uh, the ones that I am going to be the ones that will keep me up tonight are Bristol County Sheriff. Um, you know, I just Hodgson. Well, so you want bad. Paul? You want Paul? Yeah, I want Paul. And uh, even though I don't live there, it just matters to me. Um, and uh, Rasan Hall for DA. Um, that's not, that's extremely important Plymouth County um that's a big one for me too Rasan Hall I'm yeah like, those oh, were man. the big ones he, those he were the real awesome races I, I I don't I don't care about auditor and that's probably the best way to feel about auditor though oh, I would love funny. to do a show yeah, I don't really care either I, I would I, love I, to do a show with Anthony Amore about like art fraud with Rod <laughs> like I feel like he knows about that looking at yo his I would like to do is maybe Anthony and uh, Diana after the election right right together yeah, like, I was angling right right away. Honestly, I, I'm going to give the audience a little inside info right now. I was angling, hoping to get that kind of debate where Anthony versus Diana on the show. And I asked Diana right early on. But she she seemed interested in it. Then I didn't hear back. And I was just like, I'm not pushing for this because, you know, then all this stuff with Lorna came out, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the end, I just was like. Let's just have them both on that last show. And uh, we basically did last, you know, two nights ago. Um, but they, they've got nasty. Both yeah, I know. Them. I got a text last night. I, I like them both, but the campaign's got nasty. Yeah, I got I got it. I got a weird text from the Amori campaign like last night. Who, and... do, who do you, can I ask you? Because you, you were teetering towards. I bailed. I bailed and I voted Workers Party. You you voted workers. <laughs> I, Don't blame me. I, I thought you were gonna go Diana. I, I was like, no, wait. I thought you were gonna go either Diana Desaglio or or Anthony Amori, the two people who came on the show, but no, you went for Nick Gianni. I don't I even know the guy. Yeah, I just want who, them to get their presented. Who did come on the show a while back? He he has yeah. been <laughs> I would only actually funny. vote. I didn't for I didn't see them the pulling you out for the third party. Well, so I understand the concept of trying to get the public funding and the placement as a real party versus designation. Well, Anthony's going to be disappointed. I well, you know what? He can come he on a show you. with me and Rod he and talk about art. Let me ask today. you this: Was it the was it the ad? Oh, so it's the third party funding that did it to you? I didn't realize there was like a. I, I really didn't actually believe there was going to be a third party on the candidate, even though somebody told uh, me. I'm like, nah, it's not going to happen, and then it did. Wow, Lauren went third party. I also I voted actually a lot of third party, especially where uh, it was safe. I did not you vote. You know third what I party. did? What do you think I did? I think you voted blue. All the way. All the way. All the way. Every single D on you there, voted blue. unless they were unopposed. If they were unopposed, I was like, they're going to win. So I'm not I voting wrote in. For I was just like, I'm not voting for them just to. Just yeah. to give them the, you know, kind of, you, you know, write in your friends' working. names. I wrote in someone's but if name. They, for if every... there was a Dem running versus anybody else, Dem. I wrote in Rod for Sheriff. Straight blue. It's so weird for me to say that because I used to be like you, 
vote the third parties and <laughs> yeah i know well, and... i mean the libertarians used to be like on our side more and now i didn't vote I any feel like the, i feel like what i don't Seth trust them i don't trust them i don't know which kind of libertarian yeah. they are but i did vote some green and some i workers. don't trust any of them now, now that i've seen jill stein hanging out with putin yeah yeah now that i've seen democracy is on the ballot I, i'm with seth bolton like i you know Oh, we well, had a lot of comics him. tonight. Uh, He's got a challenger. You got to vote for him. Oh, we got Owen here. You know what, though? Oh, I do like Owen. I, I follow Owen on Facebook. He's great. Owen Broadhurst. I didn't even realize he was actually with the part. Uh, he they're, is they're actually kind of with growing. We should have him on the show. He yeah. wrote a page for our party's platform uh, as an FYI. This is Workers Party MA uh, nation builder.com. You can check them out. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I voted early. But word is Danvis was packed lines all day. Uh oh. Mm. I hope that's not good for the guy over there. That seems like he has a lot of signs of Danvers. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Facebook user wrote, great show. And Owen, I don't know if we got this up earlier, but I want to put this one up there. He says, voter fraud is a jabberwock. Uh, absolutely. A jabberwock. I don't even know what that means, but it I sounds think it's good. like a red herring. Maybe. I don't know. I think he agrees, though. Yeah, I think. I yeah, think he agrees with Molten. That, that means he agrees. <laughs> so we're the Young Jerks. If you're just discovering us tonight, I think we might have had some new viewers and listeners. Please subscribe, follow, like us. We we do a lot of local content, interview a lot of politicians. We do a lot of policy-based, long-form interviews. You'll learn a lot, and you'll get to know a lot of great local people, especially in Massachusetts. And if you're listening outside of Massachusetts, hey, you'll still pick up a lot. Uh, yeah, we're the young plus, plus it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? No, oh, no, it's fun. Oh, it's fun. Our show is Yeah, fun. you're having, you know, the shows are fun. Well, yeah, we do Unless have they're fun. really sad, we try to like have recently, fun. but. We laugh a little bit. Mm. Lately, you've been co covering important, not fun topics, but. I know, right? Yeah. This is like more fun tonight. Yeah. And we'll definitely so, be doing more stuff on the cannabis workers and uh, Lorna McMurray. We're not going to get away from that. We no. even brought it in tonight into uh, Seth Moulton. I hope it helps. Yeah, that's good. Put a bug in his ear. Yeah. And if you anyone wants to, to call in, we got, yeah. we'll, we'll open the phone lines to 978-560-3155. Tell us how you voted or did you vote? Tell uh, us what's up. Oh, I also wanted to make sure we played Rita going out. Oh, tonight. yeah, that's so good. This is another reason to like vote for Seth Moulton. Again, you still have an hour. If you're in Massachusetts, you could still vote. It's only seven, right? Right now. Yeah. Yes. You still have an hour. You can go vote right now in Massachusetts. If you care about LGBTQ plus, you know, you got them all, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. If I didn't, I'm, oh, I'm IA. there's an IA too. But you know, you know what I'm saying? If you care about that issue, Seth Bolton, again, is the, is the right guy on the North shore. You should go vote for him. And we're going to play Rita. She's a mom in Plymouth and she went to her local school committee board. And I guess she's been going to hearings and watching the hearings on YouTube at home. And she's seen a lot of these haters, extremists. Plymouth seems to have but, a lot. Yeah, Plymouth. And so she decided to show up and speak with her child. And both of them, I just watched that thing and I was just like, oh my God, this is so awesome. She's the best. So we're going to play that to close the show tonight because 
I think it's another reason why we vote. And I think if you're an extremist, mad at self molten watching this, you're mad at us, the young jerks, Antifa, listen to the mom's words. We're sick of you too, buddies. Yeah. Like you guys are extremists. You're, you're, you want to push your extreme views on everyone else. That's the bottom line on this. And Rita calls it out. I love it. What are you looking? I mean, you know what? Polls are going to be closing at 7 p.m., Lauren, in New Hampshire. Really? Yeah. That's a little early. Yeah. So we'll start getting results. Oh, and man, I think that's, that's going to be a good bellwether on how the Democrats do nationally. If, if Maggie Hassan right. and pulls it out, if the uh, if the other uh, crazy Trumper loses too, like, you know, you'll find out that pretty early in New Hampshire. And I think that's going to give us a good idea on how we're going to do nationally. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it goes well. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I'm praying. I, I have a good feeling. But I could be wrong. I think people are going to come out to vote tonight. I hope you're right. I don't I I don't trust my feelings anymore. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh Rita said Rita's watching. She says, Hello, I missed the beginning of, beginning of the show. I was napping. Thought you were going on later. That's not good. You should have been napping. You should have been <laughs> getting ready for our show, Rita. <laughs> no, I'm glad you got a nap. I'm just, I'm, I'm actually just jealous. I didn't get a nap I today. I know. Maybe tomorrow. Facebook user wrote, uh, this is a good one. If Bullduck gets in, I'll cry. Understandable. Yeah. And I think we have a call on the line. I got to figure this out though. One second. One second caller. That's not working. Yeah, we, we, I fucked, I effed it up somehow. Call back Herb. <laughs> I was like, I bet it's her. It is. If Boldick gets it, I'll cry. Was a comment that just came in. But yeah, we're trying to get. Uh, maybe her. Maybe I should try calling him. This. Oh, you know what? I'm not connected to the roadcaster. I wasn't connected. Herb, try calling back. This is what you need Herb for. I know, right? <laughs> we're trying. Our old producer is calling in. <laughs> One of our old. You know, it's funny because Brian Murphy was hoping to call in tonight, too. Wow. We might actually speak to both of our old producers. Wow. Well, one of them is uh, on elections, so he's it's very kind of him to call. He must be very busy. All right. We're going to oh, we're calling him back right now. Okay. Hey, you were calling us. What's up, dude? Hi. Is this a young jerk? <laughs> do you have your do you have your uh speakers on in the background i sure do <laughs> <laughs> oh this is great are you gonna yell at me about my production values how bad i stick in the studio and throw stuff at me no actually i'm just a caller calling to like talk about politics and like cool stuff did you, you vote to, did you vote today herb this isn't Herb. Who's Herb? That sounds like an old producer you had that was awesome, but no, this is not Herb. This is Bill. He was awesome. He, he took a lot of my shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I bet he's uh, in the insane asylum somewhere, you know, having the time of his life. <laughs> so, caller, did you, did you vote today? No, absolutely not. I don't vote. You know why I don't vote? Because, uh, um, 
all these politicians, they uh, they spend like uh, like a lot of money on these like signs and uh, all these like things they put everywhere, and uh, they, they don't spend any money on cleaning them up afterwards. So they continue a whole time. Uh, uh, elections, they have to clean these places up themselves, or like you know, other people have to clean them up themselves. And uh, it really bothers me. It bothers me so much that I refuse to vote. <laughs> that, you know what? That's kind of a good re- reason. Yeah. But most politicians, if they were good politicians, they come back and they gather the signs I mean, back where's, up. Yeah, where's the urgency? How come they? How come they spend so much money on putting these signs everywhere? But they never put any money into cleaning up the mess they cause. Where's the urgency? How are they serving the community if they should make it a big mess? Well, we'll try to we'll try to get that addressed next time a U.S. congressman comes on. Oh, please do. I mean, they they are the worst. Thank you for taking my call. And you guys have a great day. Thank you, Herb. <laughs> <laughs> that was our old producer pretending he wasn't our old producer. Yeah. He's pretty good. That was a pretty good prank. That's call. a good voice, honestly. If I didn't have his uh number in my caller ID, I probably wouldn't have <laughs> known it was him. This is the I mean, it could be his alternate personality because this is the time of year that you know Yeah, he could have multiple personalities. Yeah, I don't I don't know when the last time he slept was given his job. You know, this is this is that time of year for for good old Herbino. So that was fun. That was a fun call. Yeah. If anyone else wants to call real quick, we're doing that tonight. We're taking your calls. 978-560-3155. Give us a call. Maybe you have a comment. Or leave one on the Facebook. We we post them up too. Still got a lot of listeners. Well, I mean, I'm ready to check out because I want to go look at the results and see what's going on. I know. I want to doom scroll into the night. <laughs> I will be, too. <laughs> so, you know what? Um, if you haven't voted in Massachusetts, you still have time. Drive over there right now. Go vote. Please go vote. Go vote yes. Go vote yes on everything, especially yep. one in four. Yes. No matter where you live, that's important. And apparently there was a weird question that you got, Mike. And somebody at my, my co- a coworker of mine got that question on their ballot too. Yeah, there's some They're non-binding like, questions about transparency, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, but so, it yes. wasn't expected, you know? Like, yep. I guess only some special people got that question. I think it's the uh, Senate districts or state rep. That's how they do them. They do oh, them. Oh, okay, I, okay. But um, it's, you know, there's a lot to vote on. I, I'm excited about Massachusetts. Like we're gonna be led by women. Yeah, it's gonna that's be Mara good. Haley, Kim Driscoll, uh, Andrea Campbell, Diana DeZoglio, Hopefully, um, you know. I feel be... like that's gonna. I feel like they're gonna keep us safe from the rest of the crazy country. To be honest, I hope so. You know, like just sort of like our little look. We still have a uh, you know women's rights for you know. Uh, for now, healthcare and uh, you know, like federally make it illegal. We, we we still have like you know some state healthcare going on. We still have decent enough public schools. Our MBTA is on fire. Let's be honest, but for the most part, Massachusetts is like a fairly uh, safe haven place to live compared to the rest of the country. If you can afford it. If you can afford it, it it's, it's exactly hilly. <laughs> We're the young jerks. We're we're honest. We speak the truth on this show. We have a little bit of fun sometimes, but mostly we're ser- we're serious, aren't we? We're a serious show. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes we laugh, like we when talk Herb about a lot of serious in. issues. Yeah, that's for sure. But why don't we? Do you want to close with that? Do you have any last words? Yeah, let, let's let's hear from Rita. Who like shout out to Rita uh, is one of my favorite activist friends that I know. Like, gosh. Uh, uh, 
everything she does is high quality. Just no fear, no fear. Loud mouth, but speaks the truth. So let's hear it. And this is a mom, mm-hmm. an activist, a mother in Plymouth at the school board hearing. And after she's heard all these crazy extremist religious folks, anti-trans, anti everything. And I want you to listen to her. And then I want you to listen to her child. If you could just please come and state your name and address. And you have three minutes. (laughs) My name is Rita Fiorello. I live on Surrey Drive. Um, I'm going to try to do this quick. I wrote this with some help of community members. Also, Christopher Columbus was a rapist. Um, I came here to speak tonight because I've had enough of watching week after week of public comment evolved into racist, homophobic, transphobic, and ignorant messages being delivered under the guise of pious and sanctimonious Christianity on YouTube. I know for a fact that I speak for a large portion of the town when I say we are disgusted. Plymouth Public Schools are a public are public. If some residents want a religious education for their children, then there are options open for them. The public school system isn't one of them. Preaching is for church, not public school committee meetings. If a parent doesn't want their children reading books from the public library, then that parent should parent their own children. It is not up to them to decide what books are available for our children. Furthermore, the idea of censoring books in the public library is not an issue that should have been brought up at a school committee meeting in the first place. And by the way, books do not make people gay, and I can't believe I have to clarify that. The irony of people invoking the pilgrim's plight for religious freedom in an effort to promote your own brand of religious tyranny is not lost on us. And quite frankly, I don't care if the pilgrims are rolling over in their graves. It's almost 2023. I'd prefer to live in the present. I'm far more concerned about the well-being of our living citizens. That includes the LGBT community, who have been referred to multiple times as a societal trend. This passive-aggressive bigotry has not gone unnoticed. Politely spoken hate is still hate. Everyone has the right to live how they want to live. This includes sexuality, gender identity, and religious beliefs. You do not, however, get to dictate your beliefs on other people's bodies or lives. It's unfortunate that some people take their religious beliefs to an ugly place where they feel compelled to discriminate, belittle, or erase other members of the community for just being themselves. My oldest son is trans. He went through this transition while attending Plymouth North High School. I appreciate the fact that he was treated with dignity and respect by the vast majority of the school staff. It wasn't perfect, but not once did I feel there was a situation that I needed to personally address. I'm very thankful for that, and I'm sure Plymouth North High School is thankful that they didn't have to deal with an angry Rita. That being said, there is still a lot of work to be done in our community and schools, and the public comments at these meetings is evidence of that. I know of many incidents that have happened over the years with students and staff that involve racism, homophobia, and transphobia. Some were definitely not handled properly by the administration. It's not enough to just say that our town and our schools are a no place for hate community. We have to live it. I know the school committee members cannot directly address the people who speak at meetings, and that is understandable. I'd like to see the committee and the school administration publicly condemn this type of rhetoric, publicly show that our schools are a safe space for non-binary LGBT students, as well as students of different races and ethnic backgrounds, students with disabilities, students of all religions or no religion, and for children of the immigrant families who have recently graced our town. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and does anybody else have anything that they'd like to say? Welcome. Just state your name and town. 
Hi, my name is Phoenix Fiorello. I live on Surrey Drive. Um, I was in the Plymouth school system my entire life. I just graduated from Plymouth North in 2020. I am a transgender man, and I wanted to give my perspective on some of the public comments I've been hearing. I am not a societal trend. I am a human being. The dehumanization of my community is a rapidly growing issue, and I want to impress upon you the importance of ignoring conspiracy theories and propaganda and continuing to treat the children in this school system with love and acceptance. When I came out publicly my freshman year, I was met with patience and understanding by the school staff. They treated me with respect and accommodated my needs, and although the years were not without their hiccups, I truly believe that this acceptance had a part in saving my life. School is a place where children should feel safe to express themselves and their identities without worrying about bullying and oppression from the adults that are supposed to protect them. Hearing these homophobic and transphobic comments is extremely disheartening. Discussions about gender identity and sexuality are not indoctrination. They are essential to creating a future where no one is ashamed of who they are and who they love. We cannot control how many kids are LGBTQ. We can only control how we respond. And I believe that responding with anything other than acceptance would be a dangerous and irresponsible choice. Moving forward, I hope the school system continues to push acceptance of LGBTQ community with things like pride clubs, discussions in health classes, queer-friendly books, and the education of staff members on diversity and inclusion. I know that if I had had these resources when I was younger, my journey would have been a lot easier. The school system has a choice in creating a generation of happy, self-loving, accepting adults or a generation full of shame and bigotry. I ask that you continue to make the right choice and ignore the failings and hate that past generations have brought. Thank you.